whether this is the first episode that you have ever listened to, or we have been in your ears for all 150, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and taking baby steps every day on your journey to being a better you. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. Today's episode is episode 150 of The Improvement Project podcast, and today I am so excited to share that The Improvement Project has been coming to you every single week for 150 weeks in a row. And I'm also very excited to welcome my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny, back to the show to help celebrate this amazing milestone. Jenny, welcome back to the show. Hello, thank you. Uh, So that's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Why don't you give our listeners an update on what's been going on for you lately? Well, thank you. And uh, thank you for the warm welcome. It's really nice to be back. And of course, a very, very huge congratulations on the significant milestone of 150 episodes. That's, that is something to be very proud of. So well done, Peg. Well, thank you. Couldn't have done it without you, my friend. I've, uh, I've been listening along and just kind of generally, I don't know, keeping on with working at home, I guess, over the last little stretch as my update. Um, Jeff and I are both working from home. We're helping Ethan with his uh, remote learning that he's doing. And I'm just trying to, uh, you know, in the absence of him being able to play with friends, be entertaining to an eight-year-old boy. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't see why you wouldn't be. <laughs> it, it's not a huge stretch. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I've been doing some social distancing. I've been washing my hands. I've been wearing masks. Just standard stuff these days. You know, and of course the TikTok. Oh, you Watching love the, the TikToks. TikToks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's about it. That's what I've been up to. All right. Well, I like it, and um, I like that uh, you're joining us today for this. So, what I thought we would do is, um, I want to do a quick review of what the Improvement Project podcast has been about for all of these 150 episodes, especially for those people who haven't necessarily been with us for the whole ride. Um, and I want to share some of our favorite habits, challenges, and episodes. So, are you up for this? Heck yeah, let's do it. I'm up for it. I'm down. I'm prepared in all directions. (laughs) Okay, so if you are new to our podcast adventure, let me take you way back to the spring of 2018 when I was playing around with the idea of starting a podcast. And I have been inspired by Jenny's habits dabblings to try some of my own and then share the results in a podcast. So we launched this podcast at the end of June of 2018. And for the first year of the show, we had a habits theme each month where we challenged ourselves and you, our listener, to work on building and locking in a new habit each month. So let's just do a quick rundown of what those habit challenges were. So we did July was the everyday habit. So that was things like um, when you get up making your bed and then uh, flossing your teeth daily. Uh, drinking more water, like kind of those basic ones. And then in August, we went into mindfulness and meditation. 
September was movement. October was food. November was relationships. December was digital detox. January was routines and sleep. February was gratitude. March was decluttering. April was money and finances. May was no complaining. And June was the like review of the year of challenges. Yeah. So it was kind of amazing. And it also seems crazy that that was two years ago now. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So um, I want to go back to that very first episode of this podcast. So I think it's called episode zero and check in with our (laughs) June of 2018 selves. So I want to share with our listeners a bit about ourselves and what our intentions were for embarking on this podcast adventure and what we each thought of it and what we'd get out of it. So I kind of want to do a then versus now kind of thing to kind of give us a sense of um, what's changed in these last 150 episodes. So back in that very first episode, what are you going to say? (laughs) It's just funny to think about it when you're like, oh, well, what will be different in 150 episodes? Oh, we'll be in a global pandemic. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Some stuff has changed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So the first question that we asked of each other, or we sort of asked ourselves to answer was, how do we know each other? So back then, Uh, The answer was and still is we met when Jenny came to see me as a chiropractic patient back in 2012 Uh, She was pregnant with her son then so right from the very beginning It was pretty evident that we enjoyed each other's uh, company and nerd tendencies and we were excited to have met Another in our fellow nerd tribe and we eventually took our friendship from the 10-minute conversations We were having once a month at Jenny's chiropractic appointment out into the quote real world Yeah, that's a that's a fun transition, isn't it? I'm like is this like is this something? Can we this... be friends? Outside yeah. of here? <laughs> <laughs> so every month during that chiropractic visit, uh, Peggy and I would get into, it, it seems under, underscore, like to say that it was a very animated conversation. That seems like the low end of what that was. Yeah. Um, but I would excitedly tell her about whatever latest challenge I was doing that month. And we would chat about um, the latest things that we were finding to be interesting. And they were often the same. It was very, very weird. Um, And Peggy's interest in the whole habit challenge thing I was doing kept me motivated. And it was really cool to have someone in my life who found this whole idea of this challenge as interesting as I did. And it was so cool to have that accountability each month if I knew I was coming to talk to you about it. Yeah, it was kind of neat how it all worked out. And Mm -hmm. if we bring it now back to um, May of 2021, This is still the case. I still see Jenny for chiropractic appointments. I still get random and hilarious memes and pictures from her a few times a week. And she still pops back into the podcast occasionally when she can, like today. And our conversations still flow around the latest thing that each of us is into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I feel actually kind of lucky for my janky stiff neck so that I have a like built-in reason to see you at regular intervals. Such a silver lining to that situation. But, and I do feel like I subject you to whatever I'm fixated on at the moment. And, you know, lately it looks like you being bombarded by TikToks. And I think, I actually think that sharing funny TikToks is my love language. Oh my goodness. I think that that might be a new love language that they're going to have to add to that book. We'll have to revisit November of 2019 and add in the TikTok (laughs) as the sixth love language. Yes, absolutely. All right. If we go back to 2018, we then asked, why are we doing this podcast? 
So the answer on uh, my behalf was often when Jenny and I are chatting, I get the sense that we are discussing uh, things that would be as interesting to other people as they are to us. So I wanted to have cool, thought-provoking, entertaining, interesting conversations with a like-minded friend and whoever else we wanted to talk to, and then share that with all of you, the listener. So I said back then that I want to be a better human to create consistency and discipline in my world, and it is my hope that this podcast will help me do that. I also said, along with the positive changes that I may experience by taking on new habits and working to improve myself, I want to inspire you, the listener, to take up the challenge with me so that my adventures may be helpful to others. Yeah, and I always enjoy just having those chats at our monthly appointments, and I was so glad to have found somebody who was interested in the same topics, whatever they happen to be, as I was, and uh, I just think it's so weird how we always seem to be listening to the same podcasts and have, like, books to recommend to each other. That was like kind of how it started. And it's weird how similar it has kind of stayed. Yeah, definitely. I think that this is still relevant 150 episodes later. I've definitely created consistency and discipline around this podcast, which I absolutely would not have been able to do without Jenny, your influence. And I hope that as you listen, you've taken some gold nuggets from what we've shared to take steps towards self-improvement in your life too. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you've kept up the discipline to do this for 150 weeks straight. Because to me, that is just, you know, as Gwen Stefani would say, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's bananas. <laughs> I think that this podcast, it's an awesome resource though for people who want to work on their habits, they're interested in improving themselves, or in general, just want to hear a warm, friendly, encouraging voice every week. I think the real beauty of this podcast is that, well, it's about improvement, you're open about your accomplishments, your struggles, and you show the real side of life when you're trying to do better. I personally, I don't know about you, but I don't find it super helpful to hear from people who seem to have it all figured out and never struggle. I don't know. I, I, if I find that hard to relate to. So I like that you present so much great information and give real ways to apply it to your life. I think that's, that's awesome. Kudos. Thanks, Jenny. That's awesome. And um, well, I think that, as you said, I'm glad that you find it helpful. And I hope some of our listeners do, because it's helpful for me to be able to put it out there because it's, it helps me to share it and get accountability from the, the wider audience when, when I'm going through some struggles. And if some people can resonate a little bit and get something from it, even better. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, thank you for those kind words. All right. Um, And uh, that sort of relates to what our next question was way back then we asked what's in it for you. So each of us answered this question and the way I answered it back then was this, an irony of me attempting to take on new habits is that even though I regularly encourage my patients and the readers of my blog to improve their habits, especially as they relate to health and wellness, I have often struggled when it comes to forming and maintaining good habits in my own life. This is especially true for those habits that I have to oversee myself or hold myself accountable to, exercise, diet, productivity, self-care. I have lots of examples in my history where I was extremely dedicated to a goal and focused with very consistent discipline until it was completed. Playing sports, my education, uh, marathons, Ironman triathlons. But in almost every case, I had some form of external accountability that kept me moving, like a coach or teammates or the end goal itself. I really do want to be a happier, healthier, more productive, calmer, and overall better human. So when you talk about wanting these things for yourself, the end goal is sometimes not as concrete as the finish line of a race or a degree or some of the other goals that I've achieved. 
it's more difficult to take on a habit that you hope you will incorporate into your life from now until forever so that it is just locked in as something that is part of you. For people like me that need a lot of external accountability, that feels more difficult than knowing that I'll train hard for three to six months, do the race, and then go back to what I was doing before. With these arguably more important habits like regular exercise, diet, and self-care, there is no finish line. By taking on these new important habits with the uh, built-in outer accountability of Jenny's watchful eye and you, the podcast listener, I will certainly increase the likelihood that I'll follow through and get better. And that's what's in it for me. So when I look back on that person who said those words in June of 2018, I would say that all of that is definitely still true, but I've definitely up-leveled my habits game. I'm consistent each week with all of the duties associated with this podcast. Uh, And each of the habits that we challenged ourselves to work on in that first year of our podcast uh, with the challenges each month, they're still part of my life now. And I still have to work hard on some of them more than others. But I have found that through practicing much of what we have discussed on the podcast, my need that I expressed back then for external accountability although still something I'm working on, is not as big as it once was. So the most important habit muscle that I've started to build and will continue to work on is the habit of self-accountability or self-integrity. So this wasn't even necessarily on my radar when we started this process. And I'm so pleased to know that I have learned and grown. And through these 150 episodes, that's sort of been the outcome, which is cool. And I'm very excited to see what happens as I'll continue learning and growing for the next 150 and from then until forever. I would say, so for me, now that I'm more than a year later after my year of developing new habits, I, I was looking for like a way to stay engaged with the power of habits and share the excitement about the change with others who may be curious. And I don't know, I don't know if I, you know, I, I, I felt at the time that I didn't know if I could do a new habit every month for years to come, but I was looking for inspiration to refine the daily habits and stay excited about them. And then looking at that now, it's interesting to see that because if there's anything I know right now in a time of uncertainty, it's that the things that I have learned about habits over the last several years have been very very useful. So while I am not super motivated to take on new habits right now, today, I feel like I have a really good foundation of knowing from trying different habits, what really moves the needle for me. So the one habit that I have found to be extremely helpful over the last year is the habit of uh, having a gratitude practice. And that is one that through all of this, I have kept it up and I have found a lot of comfort in finding the little slivers of good in what has been, I don't know, a challenging, scary, and just weird year. And at different times throughout last year, I found myself incorporating habits, like, you know, the things that we were talking about, like drinking water, or, you know, um, for me, I was using like a, a pedometer to count my steps and maybe doing stretching each day. And, you know, and I haven't been super consistent, but I feel like I have the tools that I can use to get back on track quickly because of this podcast and, and everything that I've learned along the way of when I'm ready to, to get there and do that. It's easier to pick back up. Like I have the, the tools in my tool belt to do it. That's so cool. And I think that, you know, everybody's in a different spot right now based on what their life looks like in the time of the pandemic. So that's so cool that, Um, those foundations that 
you built long before we started this podcast have been the things that you can kind of return to, to keep you on track and to keep you moving through this interesting time, we'll call it. Whatever we want to call it. <laughs> Whatever this is. Uh, yes. Oh, that that's cool. All right. Then, um, back then we asked the question, what can you, the listener, expect from the podcast? So the answer then was you can expect that I will take on each month's new habit and do my best to stick with it, especially when I have the lovely built-in accountability of you listening, as well as Jenny's poking me with a stick. (laughs) You can expect that I'll occasionally resist, mess up, and downright fail. I'm a human and this is what happens. If it was easy, everyone would do it without any problems. If you are playing along, expect this will happen to you too. The beautiful thing is we can help each other back up, give each other a kick in the pants, and get back after it. So that's what I said back at the beginning of the podcast, and now... Um, my thoughts on it are this through that first year, we were pretty good at sticking with the habit that was the theme for each month. And there were definitely some slip ups along the way, but it was a great year of habits experimentation. And since then I've been learning and growing and leaning into all sorts of neat personal growth content. And I can feel my brain and myself stretching and growing. And I'm hoping to keep that up from now until forever. And I'm hoping to continue to inspire you, the listener with these experiments that I'm doing. So hopefully you'll get that out of it as we move forward. What about you, Jenny? So back then, I felt like my kind of statement on it was that you can expect Peg and I to, for me to keep you honest about how you were doing with your habits, ask the questions that maybe the listeners were thinking, and get really overly excited about topics related to planning, organization, and all things improvement. So we were, you know, looking at exploring each monthly challenge and uh, I, you know, I had committed to sharing my experience gain through my year of monthly habit challenges that I did. Uh, we also said that we could, the listener could expect a podcast that they could download weekly. That would be 30 to 40 minutes in length. We weren't sure how long it would be. Um, and that it would be somewhat entertaining as well as helpful <laughs> to get Uh, get people going, incorporating new habits into their life. And along the way, we were, you know, talking about reading books together, interviewing experts that can contribute something interesting to the theme of our monthly challenges, and then just lots of other little fun tidbits along the way. So, you know, looking at that now, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, I would say you've definitely crushed it. And it's pretty incredible that you've really deepened into this topic and kept up with it. So I'm definitely going to be continuing to follow along and benefit from all of your knowledge and enthusiasm and check in every once in a while to see, see what's what. Awesome. Yeah. It's neat to look back and, you know, sort of see that what we had intended because we talk about intentional living on the podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. And that sort of as a, 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 a message that comes out, it's neat to go back and look at what our intentions were when we started this process and now see what we have created in 150 episodes and sort of, you know, what's possible. It's, it's um, a cool exercise to look back so that we can now look forward. Oh, well put. <laughs> All right. So one thing I want to ask um, both of us is we did that year of habits challenge and I'm curious to know, uh, and maybe our listeners are as well, what was your favorite habit challenge? So that's mm. the question for the week this week. And um, do you want me to go first on this one? Yes, please. So interested. I think for me, it was like, I loved all of them. And I think gratitude was a big one for sure. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest one was decluttering, partly because when I first met you, 
you were the per person who introduced me to the idea of the men's game. I hadn't really been exposed to that Marie Kondo. It wasn't like, um, like sort of in the zeitgeist like it is now. And so when I did that challenge in March of 2019, when I did my first men's game, it was kind of like, whoa, like this is a cool concept. And I've gotten much better at creating a calm environment and letting go of things in my life that don't serve me. And um, as our listeners have been listening along, John and I have just moved everything from everything that we own to, from one house to another. And it was a great opportunity to sort of set a new clean slate and do a big purge and get rid of a whole bunch of stuff and, and then create calm in the new space. And this habit which I'm still working on, has made a huge change and opened up my capacity for productivity in other areas because I'm less concerned with a cluttered environment. So thank you, Jenny, for introducing me to those minimalists and the idea of the men's game. And um, the decluttering is, I think, something that will always be part of my world because now I'm very aware of how my environment affects my, my calm and my productivity. It's kind of wild, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you know very well how I feel about that men's game. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it feels so good and it's a really fun challenge. And I think it, you know, it's really cool when you do it for the first time, but I really think when you do it repeatedly, it makes you take a hard look at the stuff in your house and get really critical. And I think also the added benefit is that it helps you really examine the way that you bring things into your home when you're focused to confront the things that you brought into your home and you're now letting go of. Um, I, I don't know. I think it rewires some part of your brain and really makes you look at the way you consume. So I, but so I, I agree. I think that that was a really good challenge. And I know you would probably expect that I would pick that as my favorite. But even though I found it to be really hard, I liked it. Do you remember when we did that digital detox? Yeah, that was intense. Oh, that 24 hour phone break. Like every time I even think about like kind of the different experiments we tried, that one sticks with me. And what a profound uh, feeling that was. Like the first 12 hours was like, oh, my phone, like you want to grab for it all the time. And then the second 12 hours was like, I never want it back. <laughs> it was, uh, that one really sticks with me that I felt like it felt drastically different. Yeah, it was good. And even since then, because we read that book, uh, it was called How to Break Up With Your Phone, I think was the name of the book. Yes. And yeah. even since then, I don't ever have any notifications that come up on my phone except for text messages and phone calls. So if I want to see what's happening on social media, I actually have to go in. I don't get the notifications. And I feel like that's made a huge difference in terms of me staying present and not always being distracted by the phone. So yeah. that was a, you're right. That was a, a good one. Mm -hmm. And I think very relevant for everybody, especially in the pandemic, because that's one of the only ways we can stay connected to everybody when well, we can't really see all the people we want to see right now. Absolutely. And I find it's been hard because, you know, being an extroverted person is a unique uh, situation in, you know, in times of social isolation, it's really challenging. And even though I want the break from my phone, it's really hard to weigh that out with like my need to be connected with other people. And yeah, it's yeah, tricky. It's, it's a push and pull. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
All right. Awesome. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Whether this is the first episode that you have ever listened to, or we have been in your ears for all 150, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and taking baby steps every day on your journey to being a better you. For questions or comments, send an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get my attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You can also find Jenny on Twitter at jkouse. As usual, you'll find all the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. listening all the way to the end of this episode of the improvement project have you struggled with getting new habits to stick you really want to follow through but you just can't get started or if you get started you can't get consistent or you're just not sure what to do do any of these sound familiar to you you might be aware that humans have been supporting each other and working together since the beginning of humans and that my friends is the power of accountability if you can harness that power maybe you'll find that you'll be one step closer tomorrow than you are today toward not only better habits and routines but also your biggest goals and dreams are you with me I got really interested in how different people respond differently to accountability, and I came up with a framework of four different types of habits personalities and how they respond to accountability. I then put it all together in a super fun quiz that will help you to understand how to best add accountability into your life so that you are way more likely to follow through on your habits and ultimately find the way to your big dreams and goals. If you'd like to see what your habits personality is and what may be your best strategy to incorporate the power of accountability to be a better human, head to drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz and take the quiz for yourself. That's drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz. You got this. Get after it.